0: My name is Rob. I, too, worked at BuzzFeed in the product labs. Briefly, I, I failed uh, at BuzzFeed. I, I was very nice. They were very nice to me. It was all good. I just sucked at my job. Uh, and that was uh, basically most of my journey entering the field of design was it was really difficult. And I, uh, I got to work at a couple different places. I worked at uh, the Hershey Company, like Hershey Chocolate, on the agency side. Um, I worked at BuzzFeed, this place, Clark. Um, I then went to go work at the Hershey company, but along the way, I kind of had all of these uh, growing and learning experiences and experience and failure and rejection, uh, but you know, it was kind of my fault because I didn't really pay attention in school, and you know, if you're not paying attention in school, it kind of will eventually come back to bite you. Um, and everyone always, you know, at these kind of things, they talk about things like resumes and stuff like that, uh, and I would focus first and foremost on the skill set and the things that will make you viable as an employee. I did not have those things. so. Uh, I started a podcast while I was still in school, because my dean was like, do you still, you know, we've seen your test scores, like, do you even want to be a designer? And I was like, well, yeah, I want to be a designer. And he was like, well, like, but like, how? I was kind of like, wasn't interested. I'd gone to the community college. I didn't have this kind of like, you know, what I thought at the time, I thought like, if you went to like, you know, I saw, I looked at these people and they went to SBA and RISD, and I'm sure you guys are dealing with this all now all the people who work at those places, I didn't have that. So I thought, okay, I'm here in Rampo College, New Jersey, which is, you know, unless you're from Maui, New Jersey, you probably don't know where that is. So if you think it's better at Brooklyn College, imagine Ramapo, New Jersey. Um, so I started a podcast uh, called Meet the Creatives. I always listened to like Joe Rogan and stuff. And then uh, I was like, well, there's, surely there's a design podcast out there. So I started listening to Debbie Millman, and, uh, I really had like no idea. Cause to be honest, I was just kind of like partying and enjoying college. You know I mean? There's a couple classes that like photography was really cool. I like photography. I love photography. There are certain classes that really piqued my interest. So I knew I liked design. I wanted to do it. I just like wasn't in the, r- the right mindset. Um, so I started listening to this show design matters with Debbie Millman, which is like a radio show. And, uh, there, she was talking to these people, and she's like, today we have Michael Beirut. I'm like, I have no idea who that is. So, like, he designed the Verizon logo and the Fifth Avenue logo, and the uh, Saks Fifth Avenue logo, They're both Jets logos. I was like, oh, my God, this is amazing. Uh, and I started listening to the show, and I was like, I need to meet these people. These people feel far away, but I'm listening to this show. To, to this show, they seem relatable. I'm going to start a podcast. So I wrote a letter to Debbie Millman, and uh, I was like, uh, I know you don't know me. Uh, It was a a real train wreck of an email. Like, I literally said in this email, I was like, uh, one of the things I said was, I swear to God, I'm not a creep or anything, and then wrote LOL (laughs) in capital letters, among other things. It was a disaster. It was a a disaster. So if you guys feel kind of clunky and weird, I was the same way. Uh, And I was like, it was like four paragraphs, which is like four paragraphs more than it needs to be. My emails nowadays are a sentence, and it's like, best, Rob. Which is a really great way, by the way, to end your emails. If you don't want to, just be normal. Just write best, best, comma. That's it. There you go. And it should be like one to two sentences, right or wrong. Yeah. You don't want right, right? Yeah. Yeah, I know. Short emails. Short emails. Short emails. Sorry, A D D. Here we go. See, I still have A D D. Uh, so I started this podcast and I started reaching out to people, and I was so determined to not be a failure that I was like, like, screw it, I'll just reach out to everyone, and I reached out to a whole bunch of people. Guest number one was the guy who did the Nickelodeon logo. I was like, what? Nickelodeon, Nick at Night, a whole bunch of like other crazy things. And like he said yes. And then Debbie got back and she said yes. And literally everyone said yes. I literally said, I'm a student. I know nothing. I'm starting a podcast because uh, I want to bridge the gap between people like myself and people like you because you seem awesome. Let me know. And then I wrote like another four paragraphs. Uh, it's now... I. I don't even know how many episodes, that's how hard I've been like straight hustling. Uh, but I think it's like 70-something episodes and now uh, I've been to uh, to Google multiple times. Um, I've been to Facebook, uh, which is like super cool, love Facebook, really want to work there. Uh, Frances Smith, I get the, t- the chance to talk to her. Um, uh, went because of the podcast. I got a job at the Hershey Company, working um, in Hershey, Pennsylvania. It does smell like chocolate. It was amazing. I wanted to move there. My wife was like, absolutely not. So now I work at AT and T. Uh, another job I got from the podcast, and it all kind of stemmed um, stemmed from there. And now I see he's wearing a Logic shirt. Starting to scare the to scare the shit out of you. Uh, but uh, I just recently had Justin Fletcher from uh, who is the director for Logic and takes all the, the his Documentaries and stuff. He he's been coming on, uh, just, again. Like, what are the odds that like Logic's crew is gonna reach out to me? That doesn't even make sense. That's like insanity. I just reach out. Um, and the overarching theme of, of all of this stuff is that I I failed because I lacked the discipline to do the work in the first place. So for you guys that are worried about resumes and your portfolios and stuff like that, um, when when you get your work to a certain place, like People will contact you. Uh, that's not going to happen right away, and you know the thing is like, how do you get experience with that? With you know, and I talk about that a lot on the show. For a lot of you guys, it's like, okay, well, if I don't have experience, how do I get experience? Um, and that I'm, I'm a firm believer that you can make that experience. And I talk about these kind of crazy in depth things in the podcast. So at Meet the Creatives NY on Instagram, that's at Meet the Creatives NY on Instagram. Uh, and we talk about it, but the two biggest things are the discipline to do the work in the first place and then the humility and the the love for yourself, frankly, to reach out um, and to to reach out to everyone. You know what I mean? I mean, like Logic's producer, um, Jake is a photographer for Lord, um, and just I've been reaching out, like just playing this game of like the Instagram DM, like, yo, what up? Best Rob, one sentence. That's it. Guys, it's really, that, it's really that easy. You know what I mean? If you know nothing and that's all you have, you leave school and you feel like you totally missed it and for, for the past four years you've literally done a whole bunch of nothing but like Call of Duty and whatever, that's fine. This is all of, it's all about intent. And your intent should be to reach out and put yourself in a position where you can win and talk to the people that you know that are going to propel you further. I think that the two things to, to bear in mind... Um, both of these I learned from Cy Wakeman, who is on my podcast, she's uh, what they call a drama researcher, which basically means that she goes into companies like BuzzFeed, and not specifically BuzzFeed, but a place like BuzzFeed with a lot of people and everyone's got expectations and you have to manage everyone's expectations. I learned these from her. So before anyone's like, I heard that somewhere, I guess that's where I got from. Uh, two things. Uh, so uh, being acute, I wish that I would have known to be acutely aware of the ego. And to be honest, I didn't even really know what that was. I just thought, like, you know, if someone had, like, an an ego, that meant that they were, like, egotistical and rude. But the ego is actually uh, a thing that is, like, basically, like, drives your life. So uh, whenever your mind is in extremes, you're in the ego. Um, And so whenever you're like, I'm the worst... I can't do it. I'll never be accepted. Like, why would they take a chance on me? Why would I be able to, you know, I don't know what I'm doing with my career path and I'm never going to figure it out. I'm never going to figure it out. This sucks. That is the ego. It's an extreme. It's cause it's not true. But in the moment, that's your truth, right? In your own mind's eye, that's your, that's your truth. Or another thing, and then this is going to be another thing you guys are going to face too. The and This is still the a manifestation of the ego is being like, well, the, the industry never gives kids a chance. That is also the ego. It's a manifestation that is completely self-constructed. It's all within your own mind. The biggest obstacle that you will overcome is not going to be a resume. It's not going to be the work. It's not going to be the discipline. It's the hitting the override button on your own, on your own mind and allow... You're not thinking. You're being thought. And here's... Okay. So that's a little bit confusing. And it's like, yeah, it's like rah, rah, you know, Tony Robbins stuff. Listen. Here's how that plays out. On the last question, I talked for way too long, way too long. I hated myself after that. I was like, wow, Rob, that was like an extra six minutes you went there. Way too long, way too verbose. Other people want to talk, right? I can make up all these elaborate stories about, you know, like Stephanie thinks that I talk too much. She thinks that I'm a fraud. I can, You know, I can back in the day when I first left, when I before I left school, I would let these things play out. And they would go on for hours and hours of these, of these stories of like, you know. But now, I can honestly say from the bottom of my heart, that I, I, don't ca- I don't care. I don't care. My intent's good. I'm here for the right reasons, right? We're all here. Anyone have anyone anything to say? Right? Did I talk too much, right? No, no, no one says anything. Because you're, you're, my intent is right. I'm doing the right thing. And that, for so many of you, is going to be the hardest thing. When you fail and when you don't make it, are you going to paint a narrative of yourself as a victim? Or are you going to paint a narrative where you are? You're going to have no narrative and get back up and get back to work because you know that you're working towards bettering yourself. If you're always putting your best, best foot forward, you have nothing to worry about. I may talk too much. I may not, you know, I may like smell kind of weird, have all these things. like, But these things are out of my control. And I'm just putting my best self forward. And I know that that is the right thing to do. So whenever the ego is at play, you're stopping yourself. And for so many of you, it could be. It could be months, it could be years, it could be your entire life. And I hate to to say this, but for many of you, you're experiencing it with your own parents. They did not get to do what they wanted to do. They did not get to fulfill what they wanted to do. And they're downloading that insecurity and their own ego onto your life. However much you choose to entertain those stories is gonna be what's gonna stop you. I come in here, I start talking to David, I start networking. This, this seems awesome. Can we do a live podcast here? Just opportunity. There's so much opportunity. The world is a great, wonderful place. Like, what is Donald Trump doing that's stopping you from getting better at InDesign? Really, I'm, I'm, being, I'm being serious. Like, for so many of you guys are just like, dwell on, like, you know, forget my language, but on stupid shit all day. Like, there's, there's no reason to do that. There's no reason to do that. There's an opportunity. In your phone, there is a media company. You can scale. I could get on Instagram Live right now and scale across the world. Just, just this morning, on the way here, this guy's like, yo, what's up from South Africa? What? That's crazy. That's, I just I'm a kid with an Instagram account. There's a world of opportunities. Do not indulge your ego. Do not limit what you think is possible before you even go out there and try and do it. Okay, that's number one. And then number two. So for a lot of you guys, you're going to have expectations. If I get coffee with this guy from Droga5 and try to get that awesome music job, if he has coffee with me, then I'm going to give him my elevator pitch. And if he doesn't want to hire me, then that's a problem. Whereas you could just have coffee with him and remain friends with him. And then that networking could turn into something. Then you go out and grab a beer. Then you go and grab a beer. Next thing you know, you're friends with them. And then like six months goes by and all of a sudden, they're like, hey, do you still want that thing? And you're like, yeah. That is expectancy. But for so many people, it's really hard not to get transactional, especially because you're hungry and you really, really, really want it. When you reach out, you know what I mean? You got like, I got a phone interview with BuzzFeed, right? And that's everything. And you put everything into that basket. You stop applying to other jobs. You start telling people, I'm gonna work at BuzzFeed. And then when it doesn't happen, you're, you're devastated because you're being transactional about things. Stop being transactional so that you can be transformational. That's from Sai. But it's true, though. Like, rather than just going out and being like, oh, well, this equals this. Just put your faith into the, into the universe, have good intentions, and just keep your head up. And it's like, well, you know, but it gets tough. That's your ego. Who cares? It's an excuse. Whenever it's the ego, you're in excuses mode. Just keep it moving. You'll stick it to him. You'll stick it to him. And, you know, there's going to come a day where you're going to be at dinner and you're going to grab the check. And you're going to be at the most expensive restaurant that your family goes to. And you're going to grab the check and you're going to fold it up. You're going to have your moment. You're going to get yours. You're going to prove You're going to stick it to every single person should you choose to keep it moving. It may take a year. It may take longer. But it will happen. Do not indulge your ego. Okay, sorry. That was, again, equally as long. Still don't care. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so it'd be kind of a. Kind of crazy to, to have said all the stuff I said before about like not entertaining your ego and then um I had to talk at length about my failures. I've had a whole bunch. One time I got like fired through like through the glass. Like she called my recruiter and she was on like, the other line. And she had this like very like short blonde haircut. She was a very, very like a real like miserable woman. And she did these like these pictures of like this is like before the elections and everything, but she had like these like she had children had no pictures of her children but had pictures of like Hillary Clinton and her on her desk so weird yeah she fired me through the glass like a scene in the movie and I was like my recruiter called me and she's like hey are you at lunch right now and I was like no and she's like well um okay uh it's not working out so uh pack up your stuff and uh just you know that's she did a terrible job explaining it and this is my first job ever I like made the Facebook posts and everything don't do that by the way first couple jobs don't don't post by way. um and then uh the lady was, like, right on the other side of the glass, so I didn't know what to do, and I didn't know that I was supposed to actually, like, literally just walk downstairs and walk outside. So I like, I, like, walked over. She was, like, facing the window and, like, had and was like on the phone with the recruiter that I just, like, got fired from. And then she was, like, looking out the glass, and I, like, knocked on the glass, and I saw her, like, jump and, like, turn around. That was my first job. That was, like, my first experience. There's a whole bunch of those stories, uh, and I would used to get like really like romantic about them. And clearly, I like to talk, so I used to kind of make these like big narratives about them. Uh, but I failed a whole lot, and uh, usually, always my fault. You know, sometimes people are uh, are not the best. You know, I, I really like the work of like JKR, and I I keep bringing this up in every interview that I do. But I really like their work, and I went there, and they're you know super rude and wasn't awesome, and you know whatever. So that's fine. Move on. Okay, they suck. Keep it moving. And it's just like it's just like love, you know what I mean? It's like the first, okay. By a show, let's do this. This is like my little like fun thing. Okay, by a show of hands, who here has been in love before? Anybody? Anybody? Okay, good, good. By those same people, who who here has had their heart broken before? Maybe not even in love, but had your heart broken and felt it, right? Yeah, it sucks, right? But you kind of move on and you learn and you grow and you find out what you don't like. And the way to fall in love and find the person of your dreams is you have to first find out what you don't like. And you have to learn what to contrast that it against. So I go to these places and I fail and I do all that. Now I'm at a job where I'm succeeding for the first time ever. Like really, like realistically, this is the first time that I don't suck at my job. And you know, I have like a good skill set. I'm, you know, I'm a pretty like, I'm a, I don't want to sound conceited, but like I'm a pretty good designer. I'm a great photographer. I like never really show my photography work, but it's pretty good. And, uh, but I failed or like wasn't quite where I needed to be skill set wise, usually because I was over my head. Uh, and now I'm doing well at AT&T Direct TV and I'm succeeding. And I know that sounds like it wouldn't be awesome, but AT&T Direct TV is really awesome. Like I'm not going nowhere, I love it. And the difference is, yeah, it's really great, for real, apply, definitely apply. Um, and the difference is of why I'm succeeding now and I wasn't before is again, like he was just saying about like the thing about like like Googling it figuring out and it's weird because like you guys are here in college and the the construct that you're in here and for a good very good reason is ask questions be involved be inquisitive what you want to grow you want to learn I see a lot of you guys are taking notes respect I, I can't do that I you know I want to that's like you know that's like some discipline that's really great uh and it, you've been like brainwashed just ask questions and seek out because we are all knowing and we're college and here you will learn everything and then you get out into the real world, and you like keep asking questions. Here's the problem: no one wants to answer your questions when it's something that's Googleable. Just Google it. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know what a baseline grid is. Don't ask your creative director. Google it. Google it on your phone if you feel like you're watching your, your like your work computer. Just just figure it out and and be independent. And for the longest time, I would like. You know in the morning go over to my boss's desk and like seek out his approval because of again because of my own ego i was insecure i was like i need the affirmation that i'm not failing and then because of that i would fail because i was like i don't know i'm unsure of myself i an entry level designer, just again, painting this picture, like just trying to find my way where well, the real way to succeed in this industry is to be fiercely independent, to figure it out. And then, and then when you get that thing where they're like, this is terrible to dust yourself off and how you rebound from that. And you're going to mess up a lot. I mess up all the time. Organization is key. Knowing how to do like filing structures and keeping yourself organized. That's really helpful. I think that's really understated. I think a lot of people know the technical stuff, but are disorganized and, and aren't able to act quickly. So act quickly, Google things, and be fiercely independent. No one's here to hold your hand. You want to establish yourself as someone who is an operator, a practitioner, someone who belongs. You want to really belong? Don't suck up to your creative director. Get good at your job. And know that he can go in and have his coffee and think, nothing. Not, not oh, I wonder what Rob's doing right now. You, want, you don't want them to think about you at all. You want to think that Rob is doing it. Rob is handling it. That is, is belonging. So seeking out people to be like, am I doing it right? Am I failing? I'm like, yes, you're going to fail if you do that. If you rely on other people to answer things, you can fucking... Sorry. <laughs> I'm really, really sorry. There's been a few that I've like had to like, grab onto. Uh, just Google it. Google it. It's all out there. Literally everything. Literally everything. I would challenge any of you to like, give me a question right now and I will find an answer on Google within five minutes. Less than that, two minutes. I can have Siri, I don't even have to like type it. You know what I mean? Just, just Google it, figure it out and be independent. And then you can do that and you won't fail as much. Um, and again, don't get too romantic about your failures. There's, you, know, you learn from them, they're awesome. I love failure, oh, I love failure. And that's the kind of stuff you have to do. You don't fold up like a card table and say, I'm a failure, i just wait and i hope i don't get fired because you're gonna get fired make it right google it be independent this is you're not when you leave here this whole like inquisitive asking questions th- yeah it's good for things that are like nuanced but for things that are black and white and obvious google it yeah sorry that's a little bit shorter maybe not have to <laughs>